Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're on Phoenix Nation here on SENZ with Ricardo Ball. Coming up, Phoenix players Clayton Lewis, Emma Rolston. We'll have Nikki O'Connor for our fan challenge and Tracy from the Wellington Phoenix fan group Yellow Fever as well. Let's get into it. S-E-N-Z. This is Phoenix Nation, thanks to Oppo, and uh, taking on Adelaide this weekend. It's a double header, of course, for both the men and the women, and uh, a member of the men's team who, I must say, I was a little bit worried about at the end of the last game, uh, is Clayton Lewis. He joins us, mate. How's the head? Yeah, nah, not too bad. Uh, yeah, fell a little bit awkward, but no, nah, I'm all good. Do you reckon if you'd still had the cornrows in it, it might have given you some more protection? Oh, I'm not too sure about that, but uh, at least my hair feels a little bit uh, less pulley now, so it's, uh, no, I'm, happy, I'm happy with how it's going. Oh, that's good, mate. That's good. Uh, the the, the bonter's looking good then. That's all right. You can resume the modelling career. <laughs> uh, mate, you, how, how have you found uh, having the break? Um, it's, it's seemed, it seems weird from a fan point of view, getting the season up and running and we get a bit of a, you know, sort of a bit of momentum, it felt like, and then all of a sudden there's a break. How did you find the break and the first game back from it? Yeah, yeah, it is a weird one. I mean, uh, I think we had a good performance against MacArthur and then a good first half against Western. And I think, yeah, it didn't help that our second half in that game, uh, yeah, really wasn't great. And I think we, we copped it that uh, next week um, from the boss, which is uh, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a weird one having a having a break, but uh, we trained all the way through, and you know we did we didn't feel like we missed out on too much. So uh, yeah, hopefully this week we can you know get that three points. I did ask um, Ufuk at the time whether or not that meant there was going to be shuttle runs up Mountain Vic after the Macarthur loss, but he just laughed that yeah. off. Did it happen? Uh, not up the hill, but uh, there was definitely some running involved, that's for sure. <laughs> I bet, mate, I bet. Um, what about uh, West Sydney, mate? It was it was a bit, uh, I understand why it was done, right? You know, because Wollongong was a base for the Phoenix during COVID and was paying back some of the Wollongong fans that got on board and joined the Yellow Fever, as it were. Uh, but how did it feel having a home game back over there? Yeah, obviously, now that we're back at Sky Stadium, uh, it would be nice to play all the home games there, but... I think, uh, you know, as a player that played over there, um, good that we can go back and, you know, show our appreciation. They did a lot for us um, my first year. So, um, yeah, to be able to kind of say thanks um, and, you know, put in, I think, a a good performance on a very average pitch. Um, But, uh, yeah, I think it's a a good way to say thanks to the Wollongong uh, fans and and whatnot. Um, But now hopefully we can... uh, be back at home at Sky Stadium for the for the future. Yeah, fingers crossed, eh? Uh, I mean, there wasn't a great. It didn't look great that pitch on on TV. Um, how was it to play on? I mean, did the ball run true? I mean, you know, we want to see the Petoni Perlo be able to do his best. We want a carpet for you, mate. Yeah, uh, look, it wasn't the best pitch, but you know, at the end of the day, it's the same for both teams. Um, I think probably going a bit longer uh, suited them a little bit more, but I think you know we we always do 
quite well to get get a lead and you know at the moment we just can't seem to uh you know hold that lead so it's something we've been working on and training um and hopefully you know come this week and we can uh do that as well yeah it was it was an interesting game wasn't it and and I mean they did get back into it they're always a physical side you know Mark Rudan you know what he's like as a coach he's always always fires his team up but um you know, the thing that most impressed me uh, about the opposition last week was uh, Lawrence Thomas and Gold. Mate, that save that he made, he came out of nowhere off the floor. I think it was a double save, and he got the uh, got the left hand up to, to knock that ball away, and there was a bit of a scrum in the uh, in, in the penalty area. Uh, that was superb. Yeah, and I think, you know, he's been brought back for those types of reasons. I think, yeah, he's a quality keeper, and, um, you know, he's definitely, you know, saved them a few times already this season, so... Um, you know, hopefully when we play them again, we can get, uh, you know, one over them next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it looked like maybe, even though it was a Phoenix home game, there were more West Sydney Wanderers fans there. I saw some guys uh, pretty much right on the touchline, giving, giving somebody stick. I wasn't sure who it was, but uh, how did you find the crowd? Yeah, no, they've got a, you know, good bunch of travelling fans. Um, I think they're... They got their core group as well that kind of travel everywhere. Um, and I guess it's not too far for them to travel down to Wollongong. So I think we knew that they would have had uh, quite a few fans there. Um, you know, but we could still, you know, hear our fans, you know, in the corner as well. So it was, uh, it was a nice, nice touch. Yeah, nice touch indeed, mate. Nice touch indeed. Who, who do you reckon's got the uh, the best worst fans to play against? I mean, when you when you play away, who are the ones that give you the most grief? Do you reckon? Oh, it varies, to be honest. Uh, you know, I love our fans. I think we're, we've got the best fans. Um, and in terms of opposition fans, I don't really focus on it too much. I quite like uh, stadiums uh, a little bit more. I love playing at, at Adelaide Stadium. I think it's a nice, you know, compact stadium, um, you know, where it looks like it's always, you know, full. Um, so that's always nice to play. But in terms of fans, yeah, I'm not, I'm not too... Don't listen into too much to what they say because, uh, yeah, it's never nice things. That's for sure. <laughs> Generally not, mate. Generally not. Um, how have you managed to handle um, the training through the break and the early mornings and, and late nights of watching the World Cup games? Yeah, uh, well, but we're pretty much in um, almost every day, bar maybe one of the weekend days, and you know the eight o'clock kickoffs are quite good uh, for us. I think we're normally in for 9.15, so a lot of the boys actually get in at 8 o'clock just to, to watch it, and then, you know, half time comes around and we can kind of start our prehab. So it's uh, actually been quite good timing. Um, but i tell you what, only one more game left, and uh, I'm quite glad about that. I can get a little bit of a sleep in. <laughs> Mate, and what a final it'll be too, eh? Argentina versus uh, France. There's a lot of lot of stories yeah. here, but surely the fairy tale and Messi winning the World Cup has got to be the one most people want to see. Yeah, I hope so. I think he's been, you know, one of the best players in the world for the last two decades. So it's, uh, yeah, definitely something I want to see. I think, uh, you know, they've got a very good opportunity. Um, I think you saw in the in the last game they played that, you know, when they turn it on, they're, they're unstoppable. So, you know, it's going to be a good game and, you know, I can't wait to watch. But it's going to be a great game. It's a four o'clocker though. Ooh. Yeah, that's that, that's been niggly, but I, th- I think we're actually off on that day, so it's, uh, you know, I'll be watching for sure. Oh, mate, no, it'll be great. Uh, I mean, uh, the French 
um, have got some great players, obviously. They've also got a lot of great players who aren't there because of injuries and things. But I watched them today against Morocco, and after watching the Argentinian semi-final, I've got Argentina as favourites. They just look more up for it. They play at a higher tempo. Um, you know, the French at times almost play walking pace. What do you reckon? Yeah, well, it's hard to tell. I mean, um, you know, Morocco actually a tough team to play against, I think. You know, a lot of people underestimate them. Um, you know, maybe they don't have the biggest names, but, uh, you know, they defend very well. And I think just on a couple of occasions today, they got a little bit caught out. But, yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be a very good game. I think uh, Argentina got players that can uh, hurt the French, but the French as well, you could play two different teams and they'll be able to compete at their World Cup. So, it's, uh, yeah, it's going to be a one hell of a watch. Yeah, it will be, mate. I think uh, Rabio might make a bit of a difference. Hey? He, he couldn't play today, but I, uh, and I think you noticed that in the midfield. Yep, no, for sure. I think, you know, he's, he was one of the standouts in the group stage, definitely. Um, but, you know, yeah, you even see the second goal with Mbappe and how quick he can move the ball and, you know, get away from players. I think there were four or five around him and he still manages, you know, to get a shot off by the deflection. But, you know, he still managed to create that chance. And I think, yeah, he's definitely someone that can turn the game on its head for sure. Tell you, the interesting thing that's come out of this is uh, the Australians lost to two teams at the World Cup and they're both playing each other in the final. I mean, how, how good is that from, a, from a, a football point of view for this part of the world and for the A-League? Yeah, it's huge. I think, uh, you know, I think New Zealand and Australia, they always knew that they could compete. They uh, just don't really get the opportunity too much. So it's uh, good to see Aussie do so well. Um, you know, and hopefully uh, come next World Cup, New Zealand will be there too. Yeah, fingers crossed, mate, and uh, you'll be front and centre? Hopefully, that's the plan. That's the plan, mate, that's the plan. Hey, I mean, you've you've watched this World Cup, you, you, we've talked about it. I mean, outside of the, the unattainable names, you know, the Messis, the Ronaldos, the, the Modric's, I mean, if there was a player that's that's put their head up at this tournament that you could, you know, have a word to Domi and uh, get on the payroll <laughs> at the Knicks uh, and drop into our team, who would it be? I tell you what, there's uh, not many that will come for the money we were offer, but uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you know there's there's been quality players. I think um, you know I've always looked up to you know midfielders and whatnot, but I think even um, Buffal from Morocco, I think he's been unbelievable. I think even Ziyech from Morocco as well. Um, you know, but as a six, I think uh, we've been speaking. Um, you know, the club and people to watch and stuff. And I know that some of the staff have put us uh, with their Amrabat as well from Morocco. So I think definitely a couple of those players have gone under the radar for sure. Yeah, Amrabat, man. I think, he, where's he playing at Fiorentina or somewhere in Italy? I, I reckon he won't be yeah. there much longer, mate. Yeah, no, I highly doubt it. I mean, World Cup can get big moves. So, you know, hopefully for him, he, he can get that one. Yeah, fingers crossed, mate. Um, Well, let's talk a bit about Adelaide. Uh, what do you What do you make of them? this weekend. I know that they remind me in a lot of ways of the Phoenix. They don't go out and buy the big flashy names that the Sydney FCs and the Melbourne Cities do, but they the team is always more than the sum of the parts, if you like, and they are a team. Uh, how do you guys uh, see this challenge? Yeah, it's going to be tough. Um, you know, I think in the in the first game, you know, we went down to 10 men pretty early on, and I think we did well to stay in the game. Uh, we got the lead and then conceded late. Um, <laughs> shock horror, but um, yeah, you know, they're a team that's, you know, based off a lot of, you know, teamwork and hard work and, you know, hopefully we can match them early on and then, uh, you know, take our chances when we get them. I think uh, it's going to come down to only a couple of chances for sure. 
Yeah, it's, it's going to be tight. I mean, because before um, Sus got uh, sent off in that first game, and we, we were dominating them. We were well on top of them, weren't we? Yeah, I think so as well. Um, you know, and hopefully, you know, now that, you know, hopefully Young gets down on his feet and not slip over a bit too much, I think he's definitely got studs now. Um, but, uh, no, nah, he's definitely uh, coming into his own a bit. And, um, you know, the, the foreigners are definitely, you know, finding their feet um, for sure. So, um, yeah, no, it's going to be a good game. So, yeah, I mean, it uh, hopefully goes our way. I think we're going to, you know, put our best foot forward. I know uh, he's got a, a game plan that we'll follow and uh, hopefully gets us that win. I mean, one of the best Australian players in the league is Craig Goodwin. Of course, he stood out for the Socceroos. Uh, I'm not sure about his availability first game back or if they're giving him an extended break. But, I mean, if he does play, um, whoever's playing right back for us has got a job on their hands. How do you? How have you talked about handling that? Yeah, I mean, to be fair, Craig's a, yeah, he's a very good player. Um, but in terms of... You know, us, we kind of focus on what, what we can do with the ball. Um, don't really focus on individuals as such. I think we're, as a collective, we need to defend together. Um, and knowing that whoever plays right back, you know, we've got that cover from the centre-back or the six coming across. Um, I don't think we ever kind of defend 1v1. So it's, uh, it's something I think we can we can deal with. And, um, you know, it'll be, it'll be a nice, uh, nice one if, uh, you know, he, he isn't available, that's for sure. Yeah, that definitely help. Definitely help, mate. Um, uh, before I let you go, Clayton, uh, I, I looked you up. I did the old uh, Wikipedia Google just because you know I'll just go. Oh, is there anything being added to to Clayton's page? And it and it popped up and it pa- popped up with another Clayton Lewis, uh, who was a, a famous furniture designer from the United States, um, which I'd, I'd never heard of him to be honest. I, I'm not much of a furniture aficionado, but I did want to ask you. What your favourite piece of furniture is? Are you an armchair man, a couch man? A, do you like a good dining table? What's your favourite piece of furniture? Oh wow, that's a that's a great question. I think I'm a I'm a good sofa man. Um, and I like to you know sit, sit and watch a lot of TV series. So uh, def- definitely a, a sofa um, kind of guy. Probably a bit like a lazy boy. I love getting my feet up. Um, that would probably be the one. Yeah, you need to get one of those massage chairs, mate, so you can just sit it and get treatment while you're watching. Oh, hey, well, if you want to buy me that, I'm happy. <laughs> I bet, mate. Hey, you talk, you're talking about TV series. What are you watching at the moment, mate? Have you got a recommendation? Oh, to be fair, I've just finished a lot. Um, I I love the Manifest, and uh, the Line of Duty, I think, is uh, up there with one of, the, one of the good ones. I think everyone's on the Game of Thrones, and and whatnot, um, but definitely those, those English kind of crime drama, police kind of ones are probably more me for sure. Yeah, cool, man, cool. There's, there's actually there's one coming. Uh, I think it's out now called 1899 about a cruise liner from the from around that time, which looks pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, you know, Narelle, my girlfriend, watched it, and I think she was a bit confused with some of it. And I think uh, you know, I have to uh, definitely sit down and. You know, it's not something you can just watch in the background. So yeah, I'll have to definitely watch and pan in on that one. Yeah, yeah, indeed, mate. Tune into that one. All right, Clayton. Hey, listen, I know you're about to get to training. Really appreciate your time, mate. Uh, go well, and um, I look forward to seeing a W on the board for the Phoenix this weekend, eh? Perfect. Let's hope so. Thank you very much.